0: to another exciting episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes. On this podcast every week, we provide you with tips, strategies, information, and insights to actionable items to help you change your mindset and master your success. If you want to find out more about us, you can visit our website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. And without further ado, I wanted to get started with today's episode. And today's topic is the voices in our heads. And I know you're trying to figure out, you know, where exactly I'm going with this, but I want you to think about this. We all do it. Even if we don't admit it, we all talk to ourselves. If you're like me and you're in the car, you have full-blown conversations back and forth because, you know, admit it, I must admit it, I I need uh, expert opinion sometimes. But I'm not really talking about the times when you talk to yourself because you're trying to remember something or you're reminding yourself of something. I'm talking about the times when you have that internal dialogue that's going on where you have these under-your-breath type of comments that you make about something that you did. You know, how could I have forgotten that? Or, oh my God, I hope nobody saw that. But then there are these other comments that are a bit more critical and sometimes downright mean. Like, oh my God, how could I have been so stupid? Or, I'm a complete idiot. Why do I keep messing up? And I need you to think about the times when you unconsciously or subconsciously mutter something to yourself about yourself. Especially if you've been in a situation that is reminiscent of something that was unpleasant from before or a time when you didn't do as well as you wanted to. Or a time when you got hurt or you were disappointed. And you st- we start having these internal dialogue, um, dialogues with ourselves. And they happen most times without us even thinking about it. They, they just come out. And, you know, ironically, we have over 20,000 internal conversations a day. Everything from, I got to remember to make that phone call to... Um, don't, don't forget that, or, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe you were that dumb, or why couldn't you have thought of the right thing to say, or how could you have done that? And so with all of these different conversations going on in our heads, you know, we sometimes end up becoming way, way too critical of ourselves, and we end up talking ourselves out of things that would be awesome for us to do. So, you know, everything from what we're wearing to what we need to check off on our to do list to what we think about what, how we should have responded in that last conversation or whether or not we made the right decision. Most of the times, what we say to ourselves has more impact on what we think about ourselves and who we believe we are than anything that any other people or anybody close to us may say or do. And there's a huge movement i shall say um where people are starting to believe and really act upon the fact that you have to show up authentically you have to show up as your whole self you have to show up in in all of your glory and in all aspects of who, who you are and it's no longer becoming acceptable or the in thing to separate yourself into all of these different segments You've got your work personality and you've got your personal stuff, you know, your personal personality with your friends and you've got your stuff that you do with your family. And, and yeah, there is a bit of code switching that naturally goes on when we're in different situations. That's just paying attention to social cues. But what I'm talking about is the fact that regardless of how you code switch and which parts of yourself you show to different people, you ultimately always have this running internal dialogue with yourself that's going on. And so on today's podcast, I wanna talk about the voices in our heads and exactly what do we do with those? How do we harness those? And how do we turn it into something that can be a force for good for us instead of something that chips at our confidence and that causes us to play small when we should play big and that causes us to doubt ourselves At the most critical times when we're trying to push through our comfort zones to be able to aspire to be greater than we've been in the past. And so I want you to take a moment and I want you to really think about the types of messages that you're sending to yourself on a moment by moment, day by day basis. You know, think about how is what you're saying to yourself making you feel? Is what you're saying rooted in truth or facts Or is it based on opinions or emotions or reactions? Is what you're saying to yourself helpful and supportive? How is this internal dialogue helping to move you forward? And I want you to think about the times when the voices in our heads are are loudest. Is it most loud when we've done something great? and we're congratulating ourselves and we feel like, oh my gosh, I just nailed that or I killed it or, you know, popped my collar and I'm doing the great, you know, I'm doing a I'm doing dang thing. Or do we find that the voices in our heads are louder when we're at our most vulnerable? When we feel as if we have, we haven't lived up to a standard, either a standard that we have created for ourselves or a standard that we believe others have created for us. When are the voices most loud for you? Are they loudest during in times of indecision? Are they loudest during times when you know that you have um, misrepresented yourself? When you have not taken advantage of an opportunity? When instead of speaking up, you have stayed silent? When are your voices loudest? And these internal voices in our heads don't go anywhere. They travel with us. But one of the things that we have to understand is that if we listen to the voices and if we take if we reflect on when the voices show up and what they're saying then we're going to be able to use those voices to our good you know use that superpower for better for good and not evil but you know i want you to think about it if the things that other people say to you and about you have an impact on your self-esteem and your sense of worth and your confidence then wouldn't it stand to reason that what you say about yourself has more of a long-term impact? I mean, after all, you're with yourself 24 hours a day, your whole entire life. So these internal notes to self start to form the basis of the outcomes that you're going to actually see happen in your life. I know you've you've heard of self-fulfilling prophecies, and that if you keep saying, "I'm not going to amount to anything," or "I'm going to I'm not good at that," or you know, this isn't me or, you know, if you start saying those things about yourself, you believe those things about yourself and then you act accordingly. So you get what you speak. And so a a big reason why I talk about mindset to mastery and changing your mindset to master your success is because I believe that success and all of the outcomes that we're trying to achieve begin in the mind. It begin in the way that you think about who you are. It begins in the way that you think about what you're capable of it begins in the way that you think other people are perceiving you it it begins in the ways that you think you're you're whether you're good enough for something or whether you you performed well or whether you didn't or all of that starts in your mind so with the conversations that we're having that is a direct correlation to the thoughts that we're having so If you're constantly telling yourself that you're a screw-up, then guess what? You're probably going to make more than your share of mistakes or missteps. Because you're a screw-up? No. But because you're constantly second-guessing yourself and you're not acting with confidence. But what if your notes to self were instead filled with affirmations, with facts about who you are and what you're capable of and what your gifts, talents, and abilities are and, and how you are valued? and how you are a good person, and how you are talented, what if instead of listening to the reactions and the emotions and the opinions and and other people's misrepresentations of who we are or who they think we are, and internalizing that, why not instead start creating our own dialogues that are positive and action-focused statements, not only about who you are, but about who you can become. We have so much power over ourselves and our surroundings and our outcomes and what we want to see our lives look like, then we realize something as small as paying attention to the voices in our heads and paying attention to the things that we say about ourselves and about our circumstances and our situations goes a long way in determining the outcomes that we actually receive. And the things that we actually see. So, there are messages that we internalize all of the time based on things that happen and our interactions with other people. But what if instead of taking in things that may be less than positive about who we are or who we think we are, we instead start to create a narrative of who we can become and who we want to be? I don't discount what's happened in people's past. I have had my own share of, of trauma and issues. You know, I've, I've talked about my Katrina experience, I've talked about um, you know, my near death experience when I you know, went in for a routine surgery and you know, fast forward you know, a month and a half later I ended up in the hospital for 14 days fighting for my life and, and then another almost year spending my time trying to get used to walking and, and, and operating normally again. And, and, and there were all types of, of body issues and, and, and confidence issues that came up because I didn't feel as if I was good enough anymore, that I felt like I was damaged and I felt like I wasn't capable. But in all of that time, I had to start telling myself things that were in, in, at some point contrary to what I was seeing when I was weak and I couldn't stand for long distances or walk for, you know, long periods of time or walk for long distances, I had to tell myself that you are strong and that you will get through this, even if I didn't feel like it. So when you start thinking about the things that you're saying to yourself about yourself, especially the things that you communicate to other people, because picture this, you are in a team meeting and everybody's brainstorming, and you're coming up with with solutions to to problems that you need to you need to um, you need to solve for for your job. And you come up with a great idea. The team runs with it. They integrate it. And then when they're talking to your supervisor, and they say, "Oh my gosh, you know, Karen had this amazing idea that we just took it and we ran with it." And then Karen says, oh, it was nothing. You know, anybody could have thought of that. I I just got lucky. What you're saying to yourself is that you're not, you don't believe in yourself. No, nobody wants you to be cocky and nobody wants you to take credit for everything. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that when we practice what we think is humility, sometimes it crosses the line into being self-depreciating. Sometimes it speaks more to our lack of confidence than it does to being a team player. Sometimes the things that we say to ourselves are more destructive than they are constructive. So if I'm going to try to get out of this situation where, you know, I've had all these surgeries and I'm trying to get myself back on track, and you know, I need to tell myself. That I'm better than what I feel if I'm in a situation where I am uh, you know putting in a proposal for a big contract and you know there are all these other people in the room and then I start telling myself you know wow who do you think you are to be putting in a bid for this when there are so many other companies that have you know tens of tens more tens of hundreds of thousands more um, employees that can work on this and people that are way more experienced what am I telling myself you know, we have to be careful and mindful of the messages that we're sending because self-talk is a powerful thing. Our internal conversations and the voices in our heads have more power over us than we sometimes realize. They can cause us to, to rise above our current situations and excel in ways that we never thought were possible, or they can cause us to shirk back and to diminish ourselves and to become quiet when we should speak up and to hide our gifts and our talents and our abilities. We need to understand that verbal abuse and verbal bullying can happen internally just as much as it can coming from somebody else. So if you're not going to tolerate somebody telling you that you're not good enough and you're not going to tolerate somebody diminishing your contributions. And if you're not going to tolerate somebody else saying that you're not good enough and that you don't belong, then why would you tolerate hearing it from yourself? It's not enough for us to strike out and to push back against bullying that comes from outside. And it's not enough for us to stand up to people and say, that's not right when you try to put me in a box or when you try to judge me or when you try to diminish me or when you, try to, when you try to hide me, it's not enough for us to stand up to the external factors and influences. But more often than not, it's actually more difficult for us to stand up to the internal ones. And that happens day in and day out. And we don't even realize what we're doing. So if, if you want to change this, you honestly need to start looking at reprogramming what your inner voices are saying. And, and once you understand the power of words that are spoken about you and over you and by you, why not make a pledge to reprogram your inner voice? Why not start creating your own notes to self that are filled with promises of the good that you want to see in your life, things that celebrate the potential and the gifts that you have, things that talk about what you're capable of and what you want to see. Sometimes we have to talk ourselves out of talking ourselves out of things. You know, I have had a wonderful opportunity presented to me in order to work with a phenomenal organization that frankly sought me out and I made the mistake first thing of saying oh you know what that's all fine and good but I'm not really taking it seriously because you know hey they could have their pick of anybody why would they want me And even though I know this, even though I've read, I've written a book on notes to self, even though I talk about self-talk and the power of language, even though I am constantly telling people that they need to change the language that they use when they're pursuing certain outcomes, even though I know this and I teach this, that does not mean that I am not vulnerable to it as well. And so I kept saying, I'm not going to get excited because I don't want to get disappointed. I'm not really gonna, I'll see how it goes, but you know what, if it doesn't happen, it was great. You know, I'm fine. And I started saying all of these little things to myself that would help lessen the sting if something happened that and it didn't go through. But I also realized that by saying those things, both to myself and to other people, I was in fact reflecting the fact that, you know, Maybe I didn't think that I was good enough for that level. Now, I'm great and awesome at what I do. I have a natural gift for strategic thinking and planning and, 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 and learning and development and educating. That is my wheelhouse. That is my sweet spot. I can run circles around anybody when it comes to educating because that is what I do. That's what is, that's within my DNA. But I had to stop and think. What is it about this particular situation that is causing my, my voices in my head, my internal notes to self to become ones that are filled with less confidence and more doubt that are downplaying my abilities instead of shining a light on my gifts, talents, and abilities? What is it about this that is causing me to go against everything that I normally tell other people to do? And so I had to think about it. The voices in my head were reflecting my own internal lack of confidence. My own thinking that while I was great in these particular arenas and these little small ponds and these lakes, that when it came to the big boys, quote unquote, and playing in the ocean, I had made a distinction between what I thought I was capable of in the big, you know, playing in the big leagues versus now. And so I really had to go back and look at that because what that said is that I still had some internal work to do. So the voices in our heads are not just about saying mantras and, and, and having positive affirmations and, and being able to say, oh, well, I notice I'm saying something negative, so I'm going to turn it around and say something positive. No, you really need to listen to your voices. And then you need to ask yourself and reflect, where is this coming from? What is it about this situation that is triggering this type of talk? What is it about this particular circumstance that is making me say this and is making me feel this way? So, start being aware of the messages that you give yourself about yourself. When do they pop up? When do you t- when do you tend to say certain things? Is it around certain people? Is it around your family? Is it in stressful situations? Is it in circumstances where you're not really confident in yourself? Do the reflection, and think about it, and observe, and be honest with yourself. And whenever you notice that your self-talk is turning into more criticism than an honest critique, then take a breath, reflect, and reset. Because if you can't speak kindly to yourself about yourself, then why would you expect anyone else to? If you can't stand up for yourself, to yourself, then why would you expect anybody else to champion you? If you don't believe that you are capable, then why should anybody else? But if you're not speaking to yourself in a positive way, if if your dialogue is saying that you're doubting, then you have to do a little bit more work and you have to figure out why. You have to figure out the reasons that are causing it. So I'm going to give you three things that I want you to try. I want you to keep a journal of all of the internal things that you say to yourself. Do it for a lunch hour. Do it for half a day. Do it for a day. I, you know, Ideally, I would like you to do it over, this, over the span of several days, um, ideally a week or two. And don't make any judgments. Don't make any interpretations. But just anytime you have an internal thought about yourself, write it down. And if that means you record it into your phone or you dictate it or you text it to yourself or email it to yourself something, but I want you to keep a running log of the internal dialogue that you have with yourself and what you say to yourself. Then step two is I want you to go back and I want you to think about, you know, write down what you you said and write down a short, you know, a short little thing about what was going on at that time. And then I want you to go back and analyze the data. When you said certain things and I need you to categorize it. What was positive, what was negative, what was affirming, what was depreciating, what what was confident, what was, you know, talking about a lack of ability, categorize the statements. What was about work, what was about personal, what was about family, what was about relationships, what was about appearance, all of that. So keep track of everything that you say to yourself, what the circumstances were in terms of your in, internal dialogue, your notes to self. And then go back and I want you to categorize the data. And when you said certain things and what it was that you said and how you were feeling and all that. And then the last thing is I want you to go back and I want you to notice any patterns. Do you skew negative? Do you skew overly confident in your actions but your internal dialogue says something else? Are you doing that proverbial fake it till you make it? which I don't like because I don't think we should be fake at all. I think we should learn it as we become it, which gives us more opportunity to give ourselves permission to make mistakes. And we'll do another show on that later. But start categorizing. When do these things happen? What are the messages that you're sending to yourself and that you're speaking over yourself? And understanding when it shows up then has, has, gives you the data and the facts to be able to say you know what maybe i'm not as confident in this situation or these types of situations maybe i secretly feel as if i could do more but i don't feel like i'm equipped to do more and so when you start getting the data and you start analyzing when you do things and how you do things and the reasons why you do things then you can take the next step and say, okay what is it about this situation that I need to change if I want to get a different outcome? And I need you to start thinking about what types of messages do you want to give yourself? Now, let me make a, a statement here. I am in no way saying that every single thing that we say about ourselves at every single turn is always gonna be positive. I know it's not. There are some things that you say to yourself that are downright true that are painful. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about understanding overall the types of conversations that you're having and the things that you're saying about yourself to yourself. Because the more armed with data you are, the more you understand how all of this plays out and how all of this interconnects, then the better you're going to be able to deal with your growth and your development, both personally and professionally. So. Pay attention to the notes to self, pay attention to the voices in your head, keep a running log for at least a week of what you say, what the circumstances are, and how you're feeling. Then go back, reflect on that, and categorize them into, you know, different aspects of, you know, personal, professional, positive, negative, stress versus, you know, being happy, so on and so forth. And then look at the overall trend and see what you want to change. What is it that you want? your internal dialogue to look like and sound like? What is it that you want to feel like? Because it all comes down to outcomes. What is a success that I wanna see? What is it that I want to see happen? What is it that I want to feel? And once you take a look at that, then you backtrack and you say, you know what? If this is what I wanna see, and this is what I wanna feel, then what is it that I need to do differently? In order to get that result you always have to start with the end in mind but for this the ever the the purposes of this exercise I want you to really start listening to yourself listening to the ways that you talk about yourself to yourself and to others listen to the things that you say about yourself and to yourself when you're at your most vulnerable because ultimately when it comes down to it, the voices inside our heads are a reflection of everything that we take in about ourselves and how we truly feel about ourselves and what we truly think and believe about ourselves. So, hopefully this has been helpful. Um, I hope that I have given you food for thought and, you know, try it out and then Get back to me and let me know what you think. If you disagree, if you agree, Um, you can reach me on my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S Group.com. This has been Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the Cars Group, where we facilitate outcomes. And you've been listening to the Mindset to Mastery podcast, where we give you tips, strategies, and actionable items That will help you to change your mindset and master your success. We are syndicated on milehighradio.com. That's MileHIRadio.com, And you can find new episodes every week on our website at carsgroup.com. You can also check out our brand new Cars Academy, our online personal and professional development uh, institute that will be launching soon. And more information can be found on our website. You can also find me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, as well as find me on Facebook and Instagram. I hope that this has been truly helpful to you. I hope that it has caused you to think a little bit more clearly and a little bit more reflectively about the words that you say to yourself and about yourself. And I hope more so than anything that listening to this podcast and making a pledge and a decision to do things that are going to enhance your growth and your learning and your development are ultimately going to come together to assist you in creating a vision of success for your life and also to put in and develop the action steps that are going to enable you to become the best version of yourself that you can be. So until next time, have a great day. Make it a powerful one. Start listening to those voices inside your head, and then if you need to, start reprogramming them. This is Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group. It has been a wonderful time talking to you today and sharing insights. I wish you all the best, and as always, when we sign off here at Mindset to Mastery, the podcast, we invite you to change your mindset, master your success, and make it A great one. Until next time, bye bye.